Jacksonville, where no one sleeps deeply. The pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply. But there is one family in the Sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around. My pillows are adjustable for proper alignment, and the Giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement. So order my pillow for great sleep refinement. Why are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they've had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my pillow! The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spent a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. I got towels too. And mine are blue. So welcome to my pillowville where everyone sleeps on the pillows that align and the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, click the button. I'm tired of rhyming, so please click it and save me. Please, I can't rhyme anymore. Just click that link. Stop watching this and click the link to get the best sleep of your life. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. I will never trust the Divided, they know they will conquer us. United, they know ain't no stopping us. It's only logical now. 
lots of trust. They've given us enough reasonable doubt to last a lifetime. So if you want to trust in the government, then you ain't in your right mind. If your partner lied, you probably leave him. Probably. But when the government does it, you probably believe him. Licking statism's what plagues us up in this modern era. The greatest threat to human beings is government's parts of terror. Welcome to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick. And uh, yeah, camera issues yet again. Huh. Huh. Somebody forgot to completely turn on the camera. Dude, this the is way. your job. This way. Towards this me. is your job. Okay, whatever. Oh, there we go. Holy crap. And we're back. Camera. So welcome back Holy to another shit. edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. 
And I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. Phelan. Hello, Patriots. Yeah, I'm going to kiss a little ass. This is what I get for trying to feed us before the show rather than feeding our children at like 9 o'clock at night. He can't even turn the fucking camera on. Yeah, well, it wouldn't be, just wouldn't be one of our shows if we did not have some technical difficulty within the first three seconds. Absolutely. You You got that right. Too simple. Too simple. But either way, again, welcome back. And, uh, had a resounding show on Friday, better yeah. one on Saturday. And yeah. We're back. Good stuff. One and, day and, off. And now we have evil bitch dog in the house. Yes. 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 Yeah. So she's a little angry. Um, so the insane puppy posse will probably not be visiting us tonight because my aunt's tiny little dog that I can't even pick up and bring her up here because she'll probably rip my arm off. Um, she's she'll let you pet her until she decides she won't let you pet her and then she tries to rip your arm off. So yeah. <laughs> You can't whine all night. And if you don't pet her when she's whining at you, she'll try to rip your arm off. So, yeah. So basically, we just get to sit here and pet her all night so and worry about getting our <laughs> arms ripped off and beat with them to death. Yeah. It's always interesting. Oh, uh, no. She's a good dog, but the puppies are quite terrified of her. So, yes. anyway. As um, I would be. Yes. Well, she's a scary fucking dog. Yeah. I mean, you just 20 pounds of her. You just don't fuck around with that. Holy you know what I'm shit. saying? I know. Hi, Maximus. So anyway, anyway, uh, so I, uh, hopefully I'm trying to get a phone call. So stand by just a little bit, uh, waiting on a possible phone call here shortly. Um, which reminds okay. me, I gotta hook my cord up. Well, real quick on the home front. I bought a cow today. I, I haven't actually Sent the money yet, but I talked to the guy. Shout out to Vic's Meat here in Richmond Hill. Um, our slaughter date is May 25th. And then he hangs it for two weeks and then butchers it. And then we'll get like 500 pounds of beef. Plus all the extra um, meats and all, all, I mean, all the, uh, the, the heart, the liver, the brains and the bones for the dogs. Cause you know, that good high rich protein stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he, basically all the extra entrails we want, we can have for the dogs as well. Um, so it's and, funny uh, how she's telling me about it here. Like, <laughs> so if I make a threat, it's like recorded and history's behind it. And next thing you know, Hey, this we're getting divorced. What? Hey, would you rather me spend 10 grand on a steak at, at today's prices? Yeah, no, no. Buying, yeah. Um, um, you know, at fucking Sam's club and not knowing what the quality is or getting them fresh and local for $3,500. Well, obviously so. fresh and local. <laughs> No shit. Yeah. Bones for homemade broth too. Like, oh, we're going to town. So we're buying a cow. And my mom wanted to go half with me and I'm looking at it and I'm like, I don't think so. You know what? I think my mom and my best friend, cause she also wanted to go half with me. I'm like you guys get your own cow together. And, um, no. So I'm, I actually already, I talked to him about, I was like, Hey, you ever done any podcast advertising? Um, and I hadn't talked to him about politics at all. And uh, my kid asked me, he's like, how do you know he's a conservative? I'm like, the man owns two businesses. He owns a roofing company and a, a cow slaughtering company, which they started, he and his dad started during the pandemic because he saw what was coming. He saw the writing on the wall and he wanted to be able to feed Good our community. Him. And I was like, uh, if he's working to feeding our community because he's seeing food shortages at the beginning of the pandemic, the man's a conservative. I don't, I don't have a doubt. And I still haven't talked to him about po- politics, but I'm a hundred percent sure. So anyway, um, yeah, so we're getting a cow. Like right. uh, mid June, we'll have a cow. Uh, another, another animal. It'll be dead. It'll be in the freezers. I almost brought home a kitten today. That one was really close. So uh, 
So yeah. Mez Lightspear, Jay all over on the pilled. Mez, all the all the good stuff going on over there. Good to see you all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Sparky boy, Biden sucks stuff. Oh yeah, well, what am I doing? Patriots. That they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. And of course, to the beloved Wolfpack. So, uh, and what's up over at Rumble? Of um, course, we see you too. So feel free to chat over there, and I'll, I'll. Although we don't see it on our computer here, I do. We do monitor it. We monitor so from many different other. Places. Yes, it's kind of ridiculous, actually. Uh, so let's see anyway. here. Glock Holiday. I'm gonna have a calf when uh, born this have week. Have a calf born this week. Excellent. Nothing wrong with that. You're dang okay. right. Nothing wrong with a barn cat. Okay. Yep. So I brought I brought Seamus the Irish Wolfhound to the vet today. He is forty pounds at a uh, whopping thirteen weeks old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even your kids don't grow that fast. And just to give you an idea, a folks. Maybe a little on the skinny side. So anyway, um, we maybe have been doing too much exercise. We need to beef him up a little bit. He just he grows so fast. But while I was there, while he was in the back getting his shot. This woman comes in. She's the mom of someone that works there. And she has this two-week-old kitten. And she's like, I can't do it. All he does is cry. And I was like, oh, kitten? And she was like, you want him? Take him. I was like, oh, my God. I want him so much. And he snuggled with me. And he tried to eat my nose. And he was like literally trying to nurse off my nose. I'm like, dude, there's nothing coming out of there. You don't want that anyway. Um, and he was Just be my brain. He was so cute. And then Seamus came out. And he loved on him. He was giving him kisses. Your dog, like, totally bonded with this kitten, and I might have to go back and get him. I'm just saying. No. <laughs> no, no, no. No <laughs> more right. aliens in my house. That's, I already have enough. I, you only have one, two aliens in your house, if you count me. So... <laughs> I didn't know cunt was an option in that category. <laughs> I didn't know you could be a cunty alien. Oh, but I, I'm, I don't, I was like, I can't bring a three week old kitten home. Not because you'd forget. I don't give a shit about that. But because, um, at that point they require bottle feeding like every two to three hours. And I already have quite enough going on around. Here. I was about to say, I really, here at I could not take that on right now. So in uh, Mickland here Maybe where I've purchased weeks when he's weaned, then we'll, we'll, We'll see. We might just add him to the menagerie and see how long it takes you to figure out that we have another nope. animal. <laughs> nope. 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 Okay. Nope. I'll be trolling with it. There'll be a new type of uh, alligator that loves cats. And all it'll at do what, is At what point cats. do we get... And then I'm just not going to shoot the alligator. <laughs> okay. I could hide him in the teenager's room. You wouldn't find him for like a year. Yeah, he'd maybe, be dead. Maybe until he moved out. Seriously, that, he would be dead. I would a find a carcass. Ser that place is such a wreck. You probably wouldn't find the cat. Well, until, how about you do something out. about that? This is my room to clean. Fuck that. I got the rest of the house. He's fifteen. He can clean his own damn room. Mm -hmm, uh huh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Go ahead, beat him until he does it because he doesn't fucking listen to me. My mom used to uh, awaken. Said my mom used to buy beef that way when I was a kid. Only it was a, it it was half a cow. Yeah, they had a half a cow option as well. I want to say the half cow option was like uh, 2500 or something like that. Um, 2200 I don't know. But uh, but yeah, they had a half cow. But I was like, why would I, why would I get a half cow when I can get the whole cow? It's <laughs> a great I question. Have, I have enough freezer space. We have, we have 
boys and dogs and we have the money right now and I don't know what the price is going to be when we go through the half a cow to get another half a cow. Might as well get the whole cow now because that price ain't coming down. Yeah. Yeah. Over here at Q-Tard Farms. That's exactly right. Over here at Q-Tard Farms. You know what? Maybe I'll make that a sign. Maybe maybe our boy over at um at uh, Coastal Marsh Customs can uh Possibly. Can make us can make me a sign that says Qtard Farms. I freaking love it. Actually, let's let's reach out to Coastal Marsh Customs at uh, coastalmarshcustoms at gmail dot com. Right. and uh, and see if you can make me a sign for the front of the chicken coop that says Qtard Farms. Uh, let me see here. Uh, did you say that you bought a dead cat, or am I confused? A cow, a, a moo calf, calf, moo, moo, moo cow. Yeah. Uh, so about, uh, I'll, I'll, we'll get about between 450 and 500 pounds of, of beef out of that. It's what's for dinner. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be, it's going to be what's for dinner for like the next year. <laughs> so yeah, that's fantastic. I almost brought home a living kitten. I did not living kitten, dead cat. dead cow. Yes. Living kitten. I, dead I think cow. they all kind of rank up there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, either way anyway, all right. tonight, uh, uh, I'm awaiting. I'm trying to see if the, uh, you know, Prez to be here is going to be calling in or not. Uh, he said there oh, yeah. might be a chance. So uh, we're going to wait and see well, what happens there. No, we're going to, we're going to get the show going. Okay. But, um, he may be calling in. So I know you guys are looking for your, uh, uh, I guess, cause you guys missed cannabis and combat today, obviously, because I missed cannabis and yeah, combat today. He, he's, might be calling in to give you an update about what's going on. Waiting to see. Was Cannabis and Combat on today? My mom came over, so I missed it. No. No, it wasn't no, on. It wasn't. Okay, so we all missed it. All yeah. right, good. I felt bad. So I was like, wait, I'm missing it. But my mom just randomly showed up. So what am she, I going to do? She Fucking does that. Kick her out? It's funny when I'm not here. Right? It's weird. Yeah. Well, all right. Honestly. Anyway, um, so... Uh, they're, they're still going on about the whole fucking ministry of truth and more people I'm starting to hear, um, echo my opinion, which is that they brought this fucking crazy Dolores Umbridge bitch on. And do you know who, you don't know who Dolores Umbridge is? No. So Dolores Umbridge was the, um, the head of the ministry of truth in Harry Potter. And they call this woman Dolores Umbridge because apparently she is in a band called the Moaning Myrtles, which is a direct reference to Harry Potter. She's a huge Harry Potter fan. The, the woman that's head of our Ministry of Truth. Okay. Okay. So so they've started calling her Dolores Umbridge. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so how what's up with Dolores then? Since so, we're going to call her that. But but my uh, my theory is that they they hired the absolute most ludicrous possible person for the job again her, again right because they want all the attention focused on her and not on the fact that they've created the ministry of truth in the first place she is their distraction everyone's focused on getting rid of her and it's like they're completely overlooking the fact that oh we have now this whole new agency except for lauren bobert who voiced that same opinion, but she actually has the balls to do something about it. And she's got some big ones right on the front of her chest. And she put up a bill to completely defund the ministry of T truth. Well, no, she's not the only one. There are several other people True that. that have identified the fact they might not be in government in positions of power to do something about it, but yours truly may, maybe one day. And looking at that reasonable reality, let me just make a, a quick campaign statement for 
our campaign uh, and uh, obviously more to follow on that. But I, I can tell you this much. Um, I'm fairly certain myself and hopefully our soon to be president um, speaking for both of us on this matter. We both, if elected, would seek to not only disband the ministry of truth, but the people who recommended this being a good idea and voted for it in the first place, um, I think they should be arrested as well. So as far as I know, there wasn't actually a vote on it. There will be with Lauren Boebert's bill coming up. But at this point, it is just a no, no, creation it's a, of the Department of Justice. It's, okay, it's well, anybody else, anybody else that even supported this idea, thinking that this was a good idea, that we should do this, that we should censor your ability to freely speak, um, they should be arrested on accounts of treason. Because as of right now, that is a treasonous act because they're subverting the U S constitution. So as far as I'm concerned, they're trying to silence one set of opinions. Fuck it. You're getting arrested for treason. The actual jackasses that signed it, wrote it up and signed it treason. Anybody attached to this fucking thing? Cause this is an obvious, obvious. Let me say that one more time. Obvious. Do you understand? And maybe this is why, most of the right side mainstream media has left this alone, but I'm just going to bring it to your attention. After reading several different books on our constitution and concerning the laws of this country. And you're taking a class in it right now too, from Absolutely. Right, Hillsdale college. Yep. Yep. Uh, I, well, I'm taking a class in federalist you're papers. You're auditing a class on the federalist yes. papers. Yes. So this Doing this, I've learned a couple of things and understanding the constitution like I do forming an office like this with our current constitution in place as the governing body of everything we do in this country, that is subversion of that in an attempt to control a population, which is exactly what it says. And not only the constitution, but Federalist 32, I just, sorry, I had a quiz on it last week, but Federalist 32 written right there in big, bold, iron, bald ink. And literally right there, it says the same fucking thing that I just said to you. It, hence why I called this episode, the destruction of democracy. And we didn't even talk about this before. No, but well, we did a little I bit mean, last week. Oh, we brought up her little, a fucking, little bit, but not as far as, uh, so, you know, the left is so amazing at projection, right? And when they scream that we're doing something, you know it's really them doing it. Yep. Right now, what do you hear them screaming? I shit. This morning it was Donald Trump again. There is some of that, but I have heard so many times the specific threat or the specific quote from everyone, you know, that 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 the little bird mm -hmm. they say all the time, you know. Um that we are destroying democracy. So that's the, the, the little match this week. Yeah. It's that we're destroying democracy. Okay. When in fact, it's actually them that's destroying democracy. Actually, that's but it. Oh, whoa, 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 here's, stop. here's what I say. They, this morning, the playbook of uh, the, the political, political playbook, playbook yeah. the actual episode was entitled destruction democracy. Really? Yes. I didn't even, I didn't see that because I don't watch that stupid piece of drivelish crap. That was their. And I bet they were talking about conservatives destroying democracy, weren't they? Absolutely. See? 
But no, bigger, bigger yet, you know what the absolute number one thing they're concerned about over there at Politico Playbook that they, it was the absolute first what's, story. What's destroying democracy for them? <sighs> Twitter. Of course, of course, of course. Well, and it's funny because what I understand now is Elon Musk still hasn't even taken control yet. No, not for, not for quite some time. Yeah, he not won't actually the end of the year, technically take control until September. In, in fact, um, as far as I can tell right now, they're actually shadow, shadow banning him. Yes. On Twitter. Trying to, yep. It's it, the only time I see his tweets now and I have it, you know, I have him on notification. So everything he tweets should show up in my feed. I only see it if someone else retweets it. Hmm. Because I'm following the topic. So it, it's kind of ridiculous. But I have a win for you. Oh. I have a win for you. Okay? A win. A win. Uh, play this first clip. A dubs. A dubs. Yeah, a W. You got it. She's got uh, a dubs. Lindsay wants to know, did everyone watch the rally on Saturday? Haha, <laughs> yes, I did. And I know that y'all love how much I love Donald J. Trump. I did not watch the rally on Saturday, actually. Um, we were involved in, we were doing, we were doing true spiracy, although I think the rally was before that. Um, but no, I didn't, I didn't watch the rally. No, it wasn't it's, before that. It wasn't until yeah, another, he started talking at like, well, we were getting ready for the show. We yeah. were, we were show prepping while he was, oh, it was Sunday. No, it was oh, last it was Sunday. Night. It was last. No, night. I saw the, I saw that. I, I have a, I saw a couple of clips from it, but I didn't see the, the rally. Yeah. No, um, I missed it. I haven't, I, I heard what he talked about though. I, got a story on that because apparently that's made it all over everywhere to include truth, which is weird because I follow Donald Trump on truth and I didn't get the alert that he had posted anything. And then all of a sudden there's a post and I'm watching, I, I was as it's some lady's house and she was watching CNN, man, it was like front page news that Donald Trump posted something on truth. Seriously. Yeah. For like the third time I okay. was like, all right, well then, Good deal. All right. Well, anyway, um, so for, for your win, go play this first clip here. All right. And uh, it's kind of cumulative, too. So now the good news is, is that almost all the big tech platforms now acknowledge some responsibility for content on their platforms, and they're investing in large teams of people to monitor it. Given the sheer volume of content, this strategy can feel like a game of whack-a-mole. Still, in talking to people at these companies, I believe they are sincere in trying to limit content that engages in hate speech, encourages violence, or poses a threat to public safety. They genuinely are concerned about it. They want to do something about it. But while content moderation can limit the distribution of clearly dangerous content, it doesn't go far enough. And there you go. That was six days before the announcement of the Ministry of Truth. Yep. So. There you go. Okay. So that's, you, you said it was that, cumulative? I, I did say it was cumulative. Oh, so there's more than one. Yeah, well, play, like play, play the next next clip. Okay. This is our, our um, this is the guy that's pretending to be president right mm -hmm. now. And it's kind of funny. So they had, um, they, they had the, uh, the white house correspondence dinner. Um, I think that was on Saturday, right? Yeah. And actually Pelosi's daughter said that it was a bigger threat to our democracy than Elon Musk. Apparently Pelosi's daughter does not like her mama very much. 
Wow. She talks shit about her all the time. Well, this is okay. Since you brought this up, I'm, we're going to talk about this now mm-hmm. um, because it was the what correspondence dinner, whatever the, the white house correspondence dinner. Right. Yeah. So they're in there and, um, Fauci old flip flap fucking Fauci yep. says to make his, you know, show appearance. Look at me. I'm not going to go to the correspondence dinner because, Oh my God, I'm worried about what might happen to us. Okay, because I can't get the Rona. Can't. Okay. So she's scared of getting the Rona. He, he's scared of it. So Fauci scared, says so scared, scared of the Rona. So anyway, but he gets photographed on fucking Twitter at one of the pre-parties to the fucking event. Was he making out with Camel Toe? No, he's hanging out. He got hit hit up in Twitter, like at the pre-party for oh, the yeah, fucking. Oh yeah, yeah. Someone tagged him. Like they, yeah. they took a selfie with him and tagged him, and he's yes. not wearing a mask and he's yes. partying hardy. And yeah, and I was like, like wow. So you're such a fucking hypocrite, you piece of shit. Yeah, of course. I will ensure. I will ensure a president has him arrested, has him brought up on tri- charges, and there is a fucking tribunal held for this cocksucker. Hey, you remember what the mayor... Because death by hanging is still authorized by the federal government. Babe, shit runs downhill. You remember what the mayor of Savannah said to me on the front steps of the freaking cathedral in the height of the pandemic? Yeah, just as long as cameras yeah. see with I it I don't on. give a shit if you wear a mask or not as long as it's not in front of the cameras. Yep. It, the playbook doesn't change. It doesn't matter if you're in D.C. or you're in Savannah or any liberal city across the country. It's the same fucking thing. Make sure you wear your masks in front of the cameras because it's all virtue signaling. Yep. Well, that's 100%. all it was. It's all it was. Uh, but anyway, so so Joe tried his hand at some self-deprecating humor um, at the, the White House Correspondents' Dinner. And it was extremely cringeworthy. It really and it got worse, too, when the, uh, the MC was doing it after that. But we'll start with this one. So. This would be good. Mm-hmm. And it is it is quite long, mind you. Um, we'll probably, we'll watch it, but we'll break it up in comment. As and we we'll through. fast forward through yeah, things. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Steve, for that introduction. And a special thanks to the 42% of you actually applauded. <laughs> I'm really excited to be here tonight with the only group of Americans Joe. with a lower approval rating than I have. <laughs> That's hard to say after what we just saw. This is the first time the president attended this dinner in six years. It's understandable. We had a horrible plague, followed by two years of COVID. (laughs) Just imagine if my predecessor came to this dinner this year. Now that would really have been a real coup if that occurred. But I'm honored 
to be here at such Whoa. an event with so much history. Hold on. It was already referenced. The very first president of 10. Whoa. Did, did he really just say that? That would have been a real coup if he'd attended. Yeah. Did everybody else heard that, right? He so Hold far, on. He said, so I, I want to make sure. I want to make sure. His own poll numbers. Yeah. I, I want to make sure on both sides here. If you heard that, like yeah. we oh, just yeah. heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I literally have goosebumps rolling up my arm right now. This motherfucking walking <laughs> fucking full colostomy bag. Just basically admitted on uh, it's a, the entire world that they stole the election. That they stole the election okay. and it was a real coup. Absolutely. I told you we had to watch it. Keep going. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. The sparky buddy. boy called him a skeletal bag of pedophilia. I like Holy it. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. The White House Correspondent Center was Calvin Coolidge in 1924. I'd just been elected to the United States Senate. <laughs> I, remember, I remember telling him, Cal, just be yourself. Get up there. Speak from the heart. You're going to be great, kid. You're going to do it well. Of course, Jill is with me tonight. Jilly, how are you, kid? I think, I think she's doing an incredible job as first lady. The first lady to continue working full time as she does as a professor. She doesn't pay much attention to the polls. Though she did say the other day, instead of introducing myself as Jill Biden's husband, maybe she introduced myself as her roommate. Uh, <laughs> I've attended this dinner many times, but this is my first time as president. The organizers had, uh, had it hard, uh, made it pretty hard for me tonight. Although the good news is, if all goes well, I have a real shot at replacing James Corden. It was great having him over to the White House the other day, just as he announced he's leaving the show. Great performers going out on top after eight years in the job. Sounds just about right to me. And it's tough to follow pros like James and Billy Eichner. Billy, where are you again? Where is he? Well, Billy, you're famous for interviewing your interviewing skills. Billy, you should know what you're doing, pal. You know it, you know it well. And you should, I think you should hope meets the press. Maybe they start to watch it again. I've never had a, never had to, I've never had to open. I'm telling you, his telephone people are fucking I'll never be invited to meet the press again. Anyway, wow. never have to open before Trevor Noah. Trevor's great. When I was elected, he did a show and he called me America's new dad. Let me tell you something, pal. I'm flattered anybody would call me a new anything. You're my guy. And folks, it's been a tough few years for the country. There's one reason why it's great to be here again. Everyone at the White House is so excited. I told my grandkids and Pete Buttigieg they could stay up late and watch this show tonight. He's letting Pete Buttigieg babysit his grandkids? Tonight, we come here and answer a very important question in everybody's mind. Why in hell are we still doing this? <laughs> Holy I know there, shit. I know there are questions about whether we should gather here tonight because of COVID. Well, we're here to show the country that we're getting through this pandemic. Plus, everyone had to prove 
They're fully vaccinated and boosted. So if you're at home watching this and you're wondering how to do that, just contact your favorite Fox News reporter. They're all here, vaccinated and boosted. Okay, hold on a second. So, uh, wow, is he actually calling out Fox News? Yeah, the funny thing is, so um, I guess this was been this was Saturday, right? Yeah. So the Sunday morning show, Rachel Campos Duffy and Pete Hegseth both hosted it and they were like actually not all the fox news reporters were there we weren't there we didn't go because we've not even had our first covid shot fox news lets you choose whether or not you get vaccinated that was pure disinformation misinformation on biden's part they went on live tv the next morning and called out biden as being full of shit and said nope we are fully unvaccinated haven't had any shots we're here at fox news not everyone at fox news is vaccinated wow yeah that was interesting anyway Fox News, I'm, I'm really sorry your preferred candidate lost the last election. To make it up to you, I'm happy to give my chief of staff to you all so he can tell Sean Hannity what to say every day. <laughs> In fact, Ron Klain is here at the CBS table which hired Mick Mulvaney. Mick on CBS, I was stunned. I figured he'd end up on Masked Singer with Rudy. Amazing hire, guys. Really quite amazing. Look, I know this is a tough town. I came to office with an ambitious agenda, and I expected it to face stiff opposition in the Senate. I just hoped it would be from Republicans. <laughs> but I'm not worried about the midterms. I'm not worried about them. We may end up with more partisan gridlock, but I'm confident we can work it out during my remaining six years in the presidency. <laughs> and folks... I'm not really here to roast the GOP. That's not my style. Besides, there's nothing I can say about the GOP that Kevin McCarthy hasn't already put on tape. Oh. You know, oh. at, the same, at the same time, a lot of people say the Republican Party is too extreme, too divisive, too controlled by one person. They say that's not your father's Republican Party. Ronald Reagan said, Mr. Gorbachev, tear this wall down. Today's Republicans say, Actually, tear, tear down, down Mickey wall. Mouse's house. And pretty soon they'll be storming Cinderella's castle. You can be sure of it. But Republicans Maybe the one in Bavaria. seem to... Oh, oh, hold on. Did it, hold on. Let me... I'm just going to back it up a little bit. Listen to the the not-so-funny laughs about this one. Uh-huh. Uh, that is odd. Like, ooh. We can say, tear down Mickey Mouse's house. And pretty soon they'll be storming Cinderella's castle. You can be sure of it. You, you hear that? You hear there's, that there's, low, there's a like bit of tittering, and they're like, uh, uh, "I don't know if we laugh at this one or not." Yeah, bunch of groomers. Pedo Oscars. Exactly right, Sparky boy. I. Uh, well, Republicans <laughs> seem to support one fella, some guy named Brandon. He's having a really good year, and I'm kind of happy for him. Let me conclude with a serious word. We live in serious times. We're coming through a devastating pandemic and we have to stay vigilant. 
I know Kamala wanted to be here, for example. Thankfully, she's doing well. You should all know she sends her best. We're at a time when what we so long taken for granted is facing the gravest of threats, and I'm being deadly earnest. Overseas, overseas, the liberal world order that laid the foundation for global peace, stability, and prosperity since World War II. Over- the liberal world order? Overseers. The liberal world order. Yeah, he said overt overseers. At the beginning, he said overseers, overseas, like he stumbled, but he said overseers, the liberal world order. Whoa. And he's being gravely serious. Whoa. Whoa. That is so fucking holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Kind of giving away the whole plan. The whole fucking thing. Oh. That, oh, shit. I just connected two huge fucking things. Oh, man. All right, we might have to come back to this. Because uh, Actually, hold on. We're going to keep going just, with this just, just a little bit more. Let me look this up. Holy shit. Is genuinely, seriously under assault. And at home, a poison is running through our democracy. Of all... All this taking place with disinformation massively on the rise. Where the truth is buried by lies and the lies live on as truth. What's clear, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, that you, the free press, matter more than you ever did in the last century. I really mean it. I've always believed that good journalism holds up a mirror to ourselves to reflect on the good, the bad, and the true. Tonight, I want to congratulate the awardees and the scholarship winners who carry on that sacred tradition. We've all seen the courage of the Ukrainian people because of the courage of American reporters in this room and your colleagues across the world who are on the ground taking their lives in their own hands. Again, that's not really that loud. And although it's not Ukraine, it's Russia. Mom, I'd like to meet you and dad to talk about your son. We just we just saw a heartbreaking what? video. What? What did he say? Mom, I'd like to talk Wait, to your... Wait, what? Back that up. I have no idea what he just said there. I mean, he was doing pretty well, whoever is in the mask, but I don't know what he just said there. And although it's not Ukraine, it's Russia. Mom, I'd like to meet you and dad to talk about your son. We just, we just saw her. Mom, I'd like to meet your mom. Russia, I'd like to meet your mom and dad to talk about your son. Is he saying, what? I have no idea. Huh. (laughs) Although it's not Ukraine, it's Russia. Mom, I'd like to meet you and dad to talk about your son. I don't know. We just we just saw no a heartbreaking idea. video. Nine have been killed, reporting from Kiev. Struck by kamikaze drone strike after a shopping mall attack. Shot in the neck while decouncing, while, while documenting Ukrainian fleeing. Killed when Russian missiles hit the television tower in a residential neighborhood. One journalist from Radio Liberty just killed days ago. So many of you telling the stories and taking the photos and recording the videos of what's happening there. 
the unvarnished truth. No, they're, shown, they're really not. Showing and this, this, the destruction, and the devastation, and yes, the war crimes. Tonight, we also honor the legacy of two historic reporters, and that is Alice Dunnigan and Ethel Payne. I'm glad you saw that tonight. I didn't know you were doing that. These are the first black women to be White House reporters who shattered convention to cover a segregated nation. We honor journalists killed, missing, imprisoned, detained, and tortured, covering war, exposing corruption, and holding leaders accountable. We honor members of the press, both national and local, covering the once-in-a-century pandemic when we lost a million Americans, a generation reckoning on race, an existential threat, climate change. The free press is not the enemy of the people, far from it. At your best, you're guardians of the truth. President Kennedy yeah, once said, and I quote, right. without debate, without criticism, no administration, no country can succeed, and no republic can survive. The First Amendment grants a free press extraordinary protection, but with it comes, as many of you know, a very heavy obligation to seek the truth as best you can, not to inflame or entertain, but to illuminate and educate. I know it's tough and I'm not being solicitous. The industry is changing significantly. There's incredible pressure on you all to deliver heat instead of shed light because the technology is changing so much. The system is changing. Look, look at that but disgust. Look at that disgust in his face. When he says that, oh, the technology is changing. The system is changing. He's like, oh, I want to puke. I can't fucking believe this. I cannot believe that this guy is even talking about this right now. He looks at it with such disgust. Oh, he's like telling him. He's like giving him the heads up. Hey, guys, by the way, uh, I can't hold back what's coming. It's almost like he's saying that. He's like, look, guys, the wall's given. We're fucked. Everybody run for the fucking borders because I can tell you right now it's over. He's kind of giving him that look. And then he's kind of trying to give the losing team a pep talk. Like, you know, it's just changed. It's so disgusting. He's so angry about it. What a fucking piece of shit. God bless. No kidding. It matters. The truth matters. American democracy is not a reality show. It's not a reality show. It's reality itself. And the reality is that we are a great country. Our future is bright. It's not guaranteed because democracy is never guaranteed. It has to be earned. It has to be defended. It has to be protected. As you've heard me say many times, there's not a damn thing this country can do when we stand united and do it together. And I know we can do anything we want to do. There's not a damn thing this right. country can do. I've been around a long time. It's been pointed out many times tonight. <laughs> but I give you my word as a Biden. I've never been more optimistic about America than I am today. I Did he just say, I give you my word as a black? No, he said, I give you my word as a Biden. I did not hear no, that. No, he said, I give you my word as a Biden. I was like, whoa, no, he Joe. Said, I give you my word as a Biden, which means really mean next to nothing. Yeah. 
At times of enormous change, it presents enormous opportunities. For despite all the crises, all the partisanship, all the shouting and showmanship, I really know this and you know it too. We are a great nation because we're basically a good people. Basically. Here in America, <laughs> good journalism, good satire about our leaders. Good satire. Our is quintessentially an American thing. It demonstrates the power of our example. And I honest to God believe it reveals our soul, the soul of our nation. And that's what I'd like to toast tonight. Water. To the journalists and their families, to the people and the elected representatives, to the United States of America. <laughs> By the way, Madeleine Albright was right. We are the indispensable nation. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, Madeline Albright, I'm going to turn this Madeline over to Albright Trevor now. Condoned the killing of 10,000 children? Yeah, same Madeline that, Albright. That Madeline Albright? Yeah. Okay, just checking. Same one. All right. What the fuck? That was like a fucking horror show. I that was know. like a peep show into fucking like future shit that you just never want to see. You're like, oh. that's what's coming. It's like watching your grandparents fuck like by accident. Like you walked in and you saw that upstroke and you're like, Ugh. did you really just have to do that? <laughs> I'm just saying it's that bad though. That's horrible. Okay. No, no, not that one. The next one in line. Okay. So here comes your win. This is the third part of this, Ooh. this cumulative win here. Okay. Cumulative. Yes. Like this cumulative. was today. This was the white house press briefing. And, um, Peter Ducey, of course, was the only one that asked any questions. And did you see the look on his face when, uh, yeah. Biden talked oh, about yeah. it all being vaccinated? Like he yep. was the only one that didn't laugh. He was yeah. not thrilled. About he was not a happy camper all. about that no. whatsoever. He was like, no. Yeah. Like don't try to be all, don't out me as being vaccinated. Yeah, motherfucker. Don't put me on Seriously. that list of not being a pure blood, bitches. Oh, shit. It's literally going to be, I, I figured it out, I think. Hmm. Um, I, I think I figured another part out because I was reading something. Uh, there was a guy, he posted something on Twitter and it was actually an outstanding article. I will be bringing it on the show because it was really interesting about the graphene oxide. Um couple different things about like nanobots and this guy used to be some scientist for DARPA. He's a former DARPA scientist. And he said the nanobots and the way the nanobots work, uh, they adhere to the cellulose encased the, around the lipid this nanopart the lipo lipid nanoparticles yeah. in that. And essentially what's going to be able to happen here in the future is you want to know what the mark of the beast really is going to look like. What's that? a great big glowing patch when you take uh, an electromagnet I, at a certain gigahertz and wavelength and it makes your skin glow. 5G? I have no idea. It just makes your skin glow. And he showed how this thing like used on just something like just tissue behind tissue, mm -hmm. how, what it did to the tissue. Like they had like dead, dead pigs tissue. And like he took this stuff, cupped it on the other side and then used a, a magnet an electromagnet at a, it's a certain gigahertz. I shit. I'm not smart on that shit, but it was a certain amount of power that they were using and the whole, your whole skin turned green and it just stayed that way. Like there was a bioluminescent green underneath mm -hmm. your skin. And like, eventually it does go away, 
but it's that initial, it stays there for a little while. It's there. It's a, that's a scary fucking thought. I was yeah. like, holy shit. That was such a good article. The guy like was even citing all his sources where he found this information out, what he knew about. Um, I'm sure it'll be gone <laughs> here or if not gone, it'll be shadow banned or somebody will be yeah, yeah, forced, yeah, to, forced to take it down. Um, but real quick, back to the dots I was connecting yes. prior to this, because it was really interesting. I don't know if you all heard about this, but um, this has been kind of, how do I put this? Purposefully shadow banned on the right. And what the fuck just happened? I have no idea. That was weird. That was really fucking weird. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Keep going. So um, purposefully shadow banned on the right and skeptically shadow banned on the left. And everybody asked me when I, I say that, why? Um, but let me read it to you so you can understand. Criminal case against Trump fully collapses as liberals struggle to cope. Yep. That's the one in um, the Southern District of New York? No. The Southern District of New York is the lawsuit. Okay. This was a criminal case. For what? That's what I was like. Wait a minute. Criminal. Criminal is anything from assault with bodily harm to, I mean, it's really anything. I mean, when you narrow that yeah. down. Yeah. So I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa <laughs> wait a minute. I didn't even know he ever, because normally you have a criminal case. You, you get arrested. Yeah. Some, somewhere, somewhere along the line, you get cuffs put on you. You go down into booking, you get booked into the system and there's normally like this little thing that everybody calls the mugshot that comes out from. Yeah, Pope. yeah, yeah. That would be all over Twitter. So, yeah, no, no. Nope. Some months ago, news about a criminal case against Donald Trump in Manhattan was in trouble. Broke the prosecution, prosecution's top two top prosecutors resigned in protest because the current DA Alvin Bragg, a far left Democrat, refused to play into their uh, lawfare fantasies of taking a losing case to the into the courtroom. Okay, what case? I'm still confused, right? Later, a sympathetic report from the New York Times exposed just how far they were willing to go in order to push a political retribution they claimed was not going to charge Trump despite the lack of evidence would play uh, would put on them. No, the they claimed that not oh, charging Trump. Yeah, they claimed not charging Trump despite a lack of evidence would put them on the wrong side of history while also proclaiming it was the righteous case that ought to be brought. This is the most what I've, this case? is, this is the most I've ever read without hearing about a criminal case against Donald Trump. Given the power of the prosecutors hold, it is scary to think that people would still no case. They can ruin your life over a grudge and not even a blink brag, despite having run on nuking Trump, recognize that things have gone too far. What we're now through the first two paragraphs, still no fucking case. Uh, still a grand jury's case remained open and paneled and several weeks later resignations, uh, fresh rumblings of the DA's office, uh, gave, gave the left new hope that how somehow expired through the willingness of the grand jury ending with no charges being filed. And there's no reason to think it will ever be reconvened because they had no evidence to file any charges, but what case? Well, apparently they just convened a grand jury to to say Trump was bad. All right. So now we're six six paragraphs in. Okay. Six-month grand jury uh, that was 
convened late last year to hear evidence against Donald Trump was able to expire this week, closing a chapter in a lengthy criminal investigation that appears to be fizzing out without any charges against the, against the former president, popular uh, people familiar with the matter said. Again, what no were the case. Charges? What, what were, I mean, what were they looking for? Uh, Manhattan uh, District Attorney Bragg took, uh, who took office in January, inherited a probe launched by predecessor Sirius Arvance Jr., who was convinced that there was a case against Donald Trump for crimes related to manipulating the value of property assets to secure tax advantages or better loan rates. That, again, is not a criminal case. That is a, oh my That's God. That's a business deal. Holy shit. Six paragraphs to get to that. Wow. What's up, Robin? So I'm sitting there listening to what you said, and there was a criminal case mm -hmm. that wasn't obviously didn't really a criminal case because yeah. Donald no Trump didn't no charges, do anything so, to it. Yeah. Okay. So, and Lindsay, just so you hear me, I here I am sticking up for Trump. There's no case, so I don't even know what they're talking about. But this case has affected everything concerning, which is crazy, but it does, concerning the, what's her name? Our new czar of Nina, disinformation. Nina, um, Jankowitz, otherwise known as Dolores Umbridge. She is now like, this is like dripping with all of that, plus what you said before. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, what, there was a criminal investigation. I get it, but. There was no real criminal investigation. I, I I don't know. This is all. Dog, what are you doing? All right, stand by, folks, because. Okay, if she breaks something. If she, if she pulls a cord out. We're going to have an issue. Okay. Yes, she might get she, knocked. She be okay. All right. Out. But anyway, all right. I digress. Anyway. Back to uh, red eyes fucking. Seriously, look at those demon fucking this, eyes. This shit is crazy. Folks. Seriously. Look at how bright red her Seri eyes are. What's up with her eyelashes? Oh, and. um. Uh, Lindsay, it was not just you. Yes. That backdrop previously was horribly wrinkled. You, they couldn't even get that right. Yeah. No, no, that was not just, you. and the bow tie was crooked. No, just no. It was all bullshit. I, I know yes. it, it hurt to watch that, but there were some, there were some gems in yeah, there. Some interesting Seriously. truths. That, yeah. That's the type of shit you have to listen to because you, you listen to it. Like we just did breaking it up. Holy shit. He kind of let go of, uh, he always lets go of what's really going on. Yep. Hey, by the way, there is a world liberal global power conspiracy that's currently taking place right now. A liberal global order yes. overseeing everything. Everything. All right. All right. So what did Pisaki say? Yep. Like, does the president know that DHS is putting together this disinformation governance board? Well, Peter, I, I think I would note, and I'm not sure if this has been in your reporting yet, but this is a continuation of work that was done under the prior administration, under the Trump administration, uh, to uh, take steps to right. address disinformation, address the use of disinformation in helping smugglers prompt uh, the movement of more migrants uh, across uh, to the border. I would note that the first example given in the announcement about this was uh, DHS's work to understand how, quote, misinformation spread by human smugglers that prey on vulnerable populations attempting to the mi migrate to the United States. So for anyone who's out there who may be concerned about the increase in migrants to the border, this is the kind of apparatus that's working to address disinformation. But and again, continuing the work 
of the Department of Homeland Security in 2020, something we're currently applauding. But just in terms of what the president wants out of this, does he want the people on this board to start censoring information that is not helpful to him? Well, let me be clear on exactly what this board does or what the work they are doing does. And in their announcement, which is publicly available on the Department of Homeland Security website for anyone to read, it says, quote, the primary mission is to establish best practices to ensure that efforts to understand and respond to disinformation are done in ways that protect privacy, civil rights, and civil liberties, and the right to free speech. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, Jen, holy crap. That's the fucking disinformation hysterical. disinformation governance board Ugh, is going to protect hysterical. your right to free speech. Yes. Yes. Don't worry about it, people. And, and uh, Nothing to see here. And, ser- and seriously, we're the government. Blame it on Trump. What? Because Trump used to call shit fake news oh, all the time. Oh my god! Trump called it fake news, so you're going to make a a Trump called you fake news. Okay, um, but so Obama clearly knew about the Ministry of Truth because he basically outlined it six days previously, and Biden clearly didn't. Otherwise, when asked that question, what would Pisaki's answer have been? Well, if uh, Biden actually knew about this. And Peter Ducey asked that question. Would not Pisaki like Piznazi, like flat out crow? Of course he knows. He's the president of the United States. He fully supports this this effort to protect freedom of speech. Look at what he said at the, the dinner last night, that this is about truth and honesty. Right. But no, 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 no. She said, we are continuing the work that started under Trump, which means Biden doesn't have a fucking clue. I, I, he is this I, is obama's third term absolutely he doesn't we all know that he doesn't know what the fuck's going on of course, Come on. Of course. Th- there's nothing there's nothing new there it's like what the it, it's it is another and the scary part is we're realize republicans right now are letting this happen oh yeah well they let they everything should have, happen they they should have already drafted a another document done something filed a petition did something to like change it, change it up just a bit or try to stop it or prevent it from going in. Or- this one, I already told you uh, a new bill introduced by representative Lauren Boebert would eliminate Biden's disinformation governance, disinformation governance board dubbed a ministry of truth. No, no. Yes. Yeah. Before the- it even gets off the ground. But my, my point about this is, is if they did this and we actually stopped it, I mean, we should have done this months ago when it was even in conversation. Yeah. Because now it's going to be called on for a vote. Yeah. And either way, it's going to be on the record. They, I mean, obviously that they tried to start this. And again, this is what, this is just ridiculous. And the more and more I listen to Pisaki or any of them talk about it, it's just like, oh, the ministry. Yeah. Why, why don't we just call her what she really is? Czar, whatever the fuck this twat's name yeah. is. Yeah. Jankowitz. Czar Jankowitz. Dolores that, Umbridge. Dolores Umbridge. Whatever Dolores, the fuck your name is. Her official title is now Dolores Umbridge. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Fucking, and she's not an idiot either. Pisaki's not an idiot, but she's still, she's still, my God, whatever. I gotcha. So, right Makes after Biden was this Trevor dude. So, wait a minute. Where's my win in all that? Oh, you were the one saying that Obama's the one running everything. Oh, well, no, I completely believe that. I just laid that out for because you. Because there's a whole section there that Obama, like, uh, there's an article today. Did uh, uh, I think I thought I had it. 
it's one of those one pagers is a quick one mm. but um it was about obama and did you staples to the back of another article because you do that sometimes do, 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 do. no okay um anyway it was uh it was a story I read, or it was actually Bongino reported it, of all people. Of course. And I was did. sitting there going, you've got to be kidding me. No way. And uh, anyway, they were, he said, "Are did Obama release the whole plan mm -hmm. too early? Mm -hmm. Because they're listening to it. Apparently, somebody's saying something about it because I've never heard Bongino openly talk about a conspiracy theory like that unless somebody said, hey, that's the plan. What he just said there, that's the plan. That whole speech that you had, I, I've seen that. That's kind of where I got it from. But um, there was a, that's really telling. It's a scary telling that like he kind of gave out there. Like, look, this dystopian environment that we all think about in 1984 or in the novel in 1984, it's not really that far off. All we got to do is trim a little fat here on the Constitution, trim a little fat there. And develop think about, cars, and then we're good. Think about what they've already done for us. They gave you, you know, they, they said, wear a mask. Yeah, wear a mask. And we complied. Well, some of us did. Not everyone. No, I sure as hell didn't. Me but neither. we complied. The majority complied. That's where the issue is with our government today. We can, you give up once. That's it. Get on the cattle car. Guess what? That, that government's coming in and, oh, it's popping you right in the fucking butthole. If you were and it, it doesn't care if you're a cherry or not. Grabbing both hands and just saying, nope, you're getting it. And that's it. That's why in the military, we call it Bohica. Bend over. Here it comes again. Because that's exactly what it is. Bohica. You're, you're, it's Bohica. That's exactly what this is. And do what you want with that in information. But I'm telling you, this is nothing new. I, it's it it is coming back. But um, this this clip is quite interesting because the roasting continued, but this time they're roasting Biden. This will be funny. Mm -hmm. This will be funny. And watch Biden's reactions because that's even worse. Wow, that was pretty fantastic. One more time for President Biden, please. That was really great. I got a promise I will not be going to jail. I will. I'll switch things up now. Let's see how we do this. How's everybody doing tonight? You guys good? Everyone good? First of all, thank By you so the way, much, Steve. I hate this fucking good piece evening, of shit. Mr. President, First Lady, yeah. members of the media, and all the men relieved that Ronan Farrow isn't here tonight. It is my great honor to be speaking tonight at the nation's most distinguished super spreader event. No, for real, people, what are we doing here? Let's be honest, what are we doing? Like, did none of you learn anything from the gridiron dinner? Nothing, huh? Like, do you read any of your own newspapers? I mean, I expect this from Sean Hannity, but the rest of you, what are you doing here? You guys spent the last two years telling everyone the importance of wearing masks and avoiding large indoor gatherings. Then the second someone offers you a free dinner, you all turn into Joe Rogan. Huh? I mean, Dr. Fauci dropped out. That should have been a pretty big sign. <laughs> Fauci thought it was too dangerous to come tonight. Pete Davidson thinks it's okay. And we all went with Pete. Okay. All right, then. 
Uh, now, for those who don't know me, uh, my name is Trevor Noah, and I'm, I'm really honored to be here, honestly. Um, you know, because you could have picked any comedian, you could have invited anyone, but you went with the South African variants. Very on theme. I appreciate that. Very on theme. That's and, uh, telling in and out of risk itself. Aside, can I just say how happy I am that this event is happening again for the first time in three years? Yeah. And the truth is, I want us all to have a good time tonight. So please, everyone relax. You know, I know everyone in this room is worried about who catches you laughing at what, and but just chill, just chill. We're celebrating, we're out. You know, get comfortable. Not too comfortable, Jeffrey Tubin. Not too comfortable. <laughs> no, you know what? No, don't, don't ooh him, bunch of haters. You know what? So what, Jeffrey? You made a mistake. You whipped it out in front of your coworkers. That's the first step to winning a Grammy for Comedy Album of the Year. You're halfway there, my friend. You don't let the haters stop you. We all come back from mistakes. Now, you might have noticed I'm going to be telling some jokes tonight. <laughs> but I want you to understand, I am not here to tear anybody down, okay? Yeah, I might roast you gently, you know, like a pair of testicles on a Tucker Carlson special, but I'm not, I'm not doing this just for the attention, all right? I'm a comedian, not Kirsten Cinema, all right? And by the way, give it up for Kirsten Cinema. Whoever thought we'd see the day in American politics? when a senator could be openly bisexual, but closeted Republican, huh? That's progress, that's progress. Whoa. And yes, I know a lot of you are worried, and yes, it is risky making jokes these days, you know? I mean, we all saw what happened at the Oscars. Um, I've actually been a little bit worried about tonight. I, I won't lie, you know? I was like, what if I make like a really mean- Hey, real quick. Yeah. Did he just say what I think he said? Kristen Sinema is openly bisexual and closet Republican. Well, that, but no, did he just say like, hey. Uh, we're all worried about making jokes these days? No. The big, you know, we're all worried about making jokes these days, like the one that happened at the Oscars. Yeah. Is that like Will Smith yeah, and yeah, yeah, Kevin yeah. Hart? Yeah. Oh, Chris Rock. shit, or whatever. Yeah. Chris Rock, whatever. Yep. And he smacked him. Yep. Mm. Yeah, that was definitely a, Chris, uh, a, a Will Smith reference. Yeah. A shot over there. Yep. He, he's a little worried about uh, getting you know, smacked. About like Killian Conway. And then her husband rushes up on the stage and thanks me. Ooh. Yeah. I just hope we all stay calm. Because it is exciting to be here, even though some people don't think this dinner should even exist, as you said, Mr. President, you know? Because some people think this shows that the media is too cozy with politicians. But what those people don't understand is that you guys have integrity. You would no, never don't. allow personal connections to affect your ability to be good journalists. <laughs> Isn't that right, Chris Cuomo? Where is Chris, by the way? Is he here? Couldn't make it? Oh, by the way, um, oh, before, hear before how, we really get uh -huh. going, uh, a few quick announcements. Um, anyone here who is a Democrat in a swing district, I've been asked to remind you not to hand your resume to the cable news execs at your table until after the event, please. Thank you very much. Also, a quick note before people uh, order their Ubers home tonight, Governor Greg Abbott is generously providing free buses for the Telemundo table. <laughs> very classy, very classy. Wow. But Matt, oh. what a room this is, huh? Look at this room. Everyone is here tonight. We've got politicians, huh? we've got the media, we've got celebrities. Basically, anyone who's been to Jeffrey Epstein's island, this is an exclusive oh, event. In fact, coming oh. in, coming in, I heard Meghan McCain telling the bouncer, do you know who my father was? And they were like, you have a ticket, you, you can just come in. But she insisted on telling them who her father was anyway. 
And I'll tell you, as somebody coming from Africa, I mean, I've just got to say, this is so exciting, you know, to be at this swanky party full of Washington's most powerful people. You know, it's Whoa. not as exciting as Madison Cawthorn made it sound, but still very sexy. <laughs> very, very sexy. There's many big names here tonight. Yeah, one of my favorites, Ron DeSantis is here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I'm actually surprised that he found the time. You know, he's been so busy trying to outmaneuver Trump for 2024. I see you, Ron. I see you, Flair. Yeah, I've seen what you've been doing, blaming Trump for the lockdowns, distancing yourself from the vaccines that Trump created with his own two hands. Nobody knew how to make vaccines until I made them. Beautiful, beautiful vaccines. Nobody knew how. That's not, not bad, even Fauci. <laughs> but Ron. Hey, love for all. Ron is playing it coy, man. He won't even tell people if he got the booster. Yeah. Or as they say in Florida, don't ask, don't tell. Am I right? <laughs> I see you, Ron. You see, what I like about Ron DeSantis is, is like if Trump was the original Terminator. DeSantis is like the T-1000. You know, you're smarter than him. You're slicker than him. You can walk down ramps. Yeah. Because you see, no, Trump said he won the election, but everyone was just able to look at the numbers and see that he was wrong. That's why Ron DeSantis is one step ahead. First, you ban the math textbooks. Then nobody knows how to count the votes. Boom, my man. <laughs> what a room. Are you kidding me? The great chef, Jose Andres, is joining us here tonight. Give it up for him, people. My good friend in the room. Whenever there's a disaster no, anywhere no, in the world, no, I'm not. Chef Jose is there, which I guess is why he's sitting at the CNN table tonight. <laughs> now, of course, the real reason that it's such an honor to be here tonight is that we all get to be in the same room as the most powerful man. No, I don't in the think DeSantis was there. So let's give it up for Joe Manchin, everybody. Where is he? Is he there? Good to see you, sir. Good to see you. He might have been. No, for real, for real, Mr. President. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me here. You know, I was a little confused about why me, but then I was told that you get your highest approval ratings when a biracial African guy is standing next to you. So, uh. Oh, shit. <laughs> Got him. Oh, uh, shit. Ding. So, what did you say, uh, Joe? Uh, I'm glad that I could uh, do my part, <laughs> and uh, hopefully this will work. Oh shit, that's not. I'm not actually him. I just did the voice. <laughs> More importantly, point that out to Joe. First Lady Dr. Jill Biden is here. Everybody, give it up for her. More importantly, whoa, whoa, time out. You time know, out. interesting fact. So wait, you heard that too. More importantly, More importantly yeah. Um, the the handler is here. Yeah. What well, is it? The handler, or, or the are they setting her up? To run? Yeah. No, no fucking way. That dumb cunt. No, they would. She, they would have to dress her better if they were going to set her up to run. Because right now the running theme is like they. She literally dresses from the Target curtain department. Wow. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, DeSantis. Uh, he wasn't there. He wasn't talking. Yeah, about he, that made, he made. He made. So how much of this? Are, rejected the invite. Are Are we watching? Um, oh. There's one particular part that I want to get to. All right. Even as first lady, Dr. Biden continued her teaching career. Yeah, the first time a presidential spouse has ever done so. Ever. Congratulations. Now, you might think it's because she loves teaching so much, but it's actually because um, she's still paying off her student debt. I'm sorry about that, Jill. Yeah, I guess you should have voted for Bernie. <laughs> 
You know, so can I just say, I think everyone will agree that it's actually nice to once again have a president who's not afraid to come to the White House Correspondents' Dinner and hear jokes about himself. I'll, I'll be honest, I'll be honest, I'll be honest. If you didn't come, I totally would have understood. Yeah, yeah, because these people have been so hard on you. Wait, wait a minute. Uh-huh. Didn't Trump attended? No. Not the last one, but he attempted, he attended the first three. No, no, he didn't. He never attended the White he House. He might have course. attended the first one, but I don't think he he attended the the second or the third one. The fourth one didn't happen because of COVID. I don't think he went. So keep going though, because I think I'm trying to figure out what he's talking about then, because I think Which he's I lying. I really don't. You know, I think ever since you've come into office, things are really looking up. You know, gas is up, rent is up, food is up, <laughs> everything. No, it really has been. That's so funny. A tough that first year part. for you, Mr. Yeah. President. Yeah. And, and it Joe, was. Joe laughing. He just said Jeffrey Epstein. Hold on. Hold on. Surely you must be a little worried about 2024. You know, there's a lot of passion on the Republican side. There really is. You know, it's going to be an interesting time. And as you all know, President Biden's lack of a filter does get him into hot water sometimes. You know, last month he caused a huge international incident saying that. Vladimir Putin should be removed from power. It was very, very upsetting to Russia. Yeah, until someone explained to them that none of the stuff Biden wants actually gets done. Wow. <laughs> wow. Look at him laughing at yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but despite some hiccups, President Biden has led the country through some really dark times since he took office. The COVID pandemic, the war in Ukraine, the launch of CNN Plus. <laughs> and don't forget, don't forget, don't forget, he's also had some major legislative successes. You know, in his first year in office, I might add. What? You know, he got a bipartisan infrastructure bill passed that would do everything from fixing America's roads and bridges to modernizing school buses, which Matt Gaetz's girlfriend is very excited about. <laughs> Don't boo love. <laughs> Not to mention, no president in my memory has given more marginalized groups opportunities. You know, I'm talking about women, the LGBTQ community, the Taliban, the list goes on and the on. Taliban. And I know, I know, Mr. President, that the left is super upset at you, you know, but I think that they should be happy to know that you just recently announced that you're proposing a new 20% minimum tax on the super wealthy. And I will say, President Biden, you were a big man here, a really big man. You could have targeted Donald Trump, but instead you chose to only raise taxes on billionaires. That was big of you. <laughs> really nice. Prove me wrong. Show me the taxes. So. I think that's enough. Personally? Yeah. Honestly, I'm done. That the wow. point where he, where he said everything's up, gas is up, food is up, rent is up, right? And Biden is laughing his ass off. Like yeah. inflation is so funny. For all of us. Apparently. Apparently. Apparently, especially for Joe. And I, I get it. He's a comedian. That's that's great. Um, I, I'm not criticizing Trevor for saying those things. I'm criticizing Biden for laughing at them because it wasn't funny. Well, it there, wasn't funny at all. Apparently, there's a lot of people thinking it was. but uh, Obviously. Well, it, so uh, anyway, what's worse? The fact that this. uh our new czar of uh, the Ministry of Disinformation, uh, or what do you call her? 
Dolores Umbridge. Yeah, that chick. Whatever. Yep. It's a it's a mouthful right there. Um, she said that you know an office like this, the office that she currently leads, uh, not more than two years ago, or three years ago. Um, she she said that um, an office like this would be a direct and constitutional threat to the existence of the United States of America. Yeah, we we played that clip. Yeah, on Friday. And um, yeah. Okay. And now she's in charge of that branch. Well, I I have some misinformation that she can squash. Hmm. Okay, you're you're gonna like this one. A university midwifery students were taught that biological men can give birth through their penis. Oh my god, <laughs> guys! All right, look, I ladies, ladies, this isn't gonna apply kidding. to you. I'm but, not even kidding. All right. Okay. No, 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 no. Time out. Time out. I'm, I'm going to go back to a, um, I, I the first time I went to Ranger school, I was not a, uh, uh, a one-time graduate. I, I was a two-timer anyway. Second, the first time made it all the way to mountains and in mountains somewhere during all the rope work up to the actual patrolling. Um, I was, uh, I had broke free, apparently, a kidney stone. Yep. This was a rather uh, large kidney stone. And back then, if you went you went to ranger school, your second time through, uh, or well, if you're, you go one time, um, you recycle all the way back to day one. You have to do the whole thing over. Which you don't, sucks. You don't get to restart from where you like, like bitched out. You got to start so, all over. There, there I was. No, no bullshit. No, no. <laughs> uh, this was back in the days where uh, I've given birth and I've had kidney stones and I'd bitch out too. So it's okay, babe. <laughs> so there I was. I get this kidney stone and we had been walking uphill. So I was constantly hunched over with a ruck on my back. Sparky you know, boy, don't give up the end of the show. We're getting to that. Humping up and down the, the mountains there in North Georgia. And uh, I'm going up and down, up and down for the most part. We were going up. I mean, I don't ever remember going down. So, because I was, I was fine in the snow. I was fine because I was bent over. So I didn't feel any pain and I hadn't peed in a couple of days. And I was like, hmm, there's something wrong here. We got to a point where we stopped and basically did a little patrol halt. And I'm sitting there and, uh, I had unstrapped my rug and I kind of stood up and it looked like I was carrying a kid. I was like, holy shit. My bladder was that full. I was like, whoa. Um, and I had no feeling like I had to pee. Houston, we have a problem. Yeah, there's there's a bit of an issue here. Uh, like to the point I couldn't even put my belt back together. I couldn't. I didn't even have enough of the belt. Like it was that hard part that you can't bend around the, the cusp. And so I'm like, uh, shit. Um, and then I'm looking over and they're like, uh, I was listening to part of the patrol debriefs and I'm listening to the squad leaders all talking to the platoon leader at the time. And I'm, and they're like, yeah, the rest of this is downhill. I'm thinking to myself to fuck this shit. No, no, it's not. Cause I, I could not physically stand up straight and I would have had to stand up, not only stand up straight, but kind of walk backwards going down over all these fucking fallen trees and bullshit that we so, had to jump. Long over. story short, he bitched out. Well, no, I mean, I said, okay, Hey, there is a level to my stupidity. I will take it so far. Get we're talking, we're talking about, down. we're talking about my bladder rupturing in my body, which is really, really fucking bad. 
So I was like, yeah, I got to do something. And so when the RI came up and he saw, he's like, Hey, take off your, uh, so he, I took off my blouse. He's like, take off your top. I took off my top. And he's just like, Holy shit. He's like, what the fuck's wrong with you, Ranger? What were you waiting to tell everybody that you couldn't pee? And I, he, he's like, how much water have you drank? The first thing he said was how much water have you drank? And I'm like, what does that have to do with the fucking cost of tea in China? Motherfucker. What does it matter how much water I drank? So I, they reach all my canteens, every canteen I had, on my on my person was empty and they were like holy shit yeah there's a real problem here doc and that's when they were like fucking a were you going to tell anybody that you hadn't peed in like two or three days i was like no nah, it didn't really matter because we were literally walking up a fucking straight mountainside for three days straight and uh so bitch, bitch, bitch. i get out on a helicopter they fucking stick that goddamn needle they numb it up and they stick you with a needle like this huge fucking needle and they just pop that sucker. It feels like you're peeing, but you're not. It uh, is the weirdest feeling in the world. Blouse Sparky boy is what they refer to the shirt and the, the army. top, the top in the army. Yeah. Your, your outer top is considered a blouse. Um, but literally that's, Oh, it was, I was like, I was peeing. It was the weirdest feeling I've ever had. Okay. Anyway, they had me like towards the end, they had me like pissing in a bucket. Like I had to piss in a bucket and bring the bucket down to like sick call every morning and be like, Hey, um, cause they were looking for the fucking actual kidney stone. Mm -hmm. They could see it without a microscope. 90% of the time it is microscopic. This 1%, this thing was fucking enormous. And they were like, you piss that out. They were like, damn, that's going to burn. I didn't realize what they were talking about. It's going to burn for a couple of weeks. Anytime I went to take a leak, I was fucking scared to death. And I was like, oh, I can't. I just can't anymore. And I'd sit there. I, I, I was like almost crying when I was done pissing because it burnt like you wouldn't fucking believe. Yeah, you're big baby. Okay. Anyway, um, it's important to note that while most times the birthing person will have female genitalia, you may be caring for a pregnant or birthing person who is transitioning from male to female and may still have external male genitalia. The lesson said at a university, at a university for midwifery. I, I, babe. I've decided that you're going to be having the next child. Just remember that our babies tend to be on the larger side, <laughs> like average nine and a half pounds with a 19 centimeter diameter head. You think you're going to pass that through your penis? I mean, you are Irish. <laughs> I might become a new sex folks. <laughs> if this were actually true, the liberals wouldn't have to, facilitate a depopulation agenda across the planet seriously we would have no more children oh my i mean does it get more hurts. fucking ridiculous than that yeah because guess what what youtube is now wanting to curb on spanish language misinformation okay is there well i mean they're gonna be misinformation in any language right I, I guess. I mean, I could sit here and speak to you in Spanish and we could have but, disinfor you know, disinformation. That's that's really interesting, though. That's really interesting. No, no, no. I don't think that's really interesting. No, no, no. That's not the interesting part. It is. You, are you ready? Do you want to know why? Are you ready to find out where she went? I don't care because that connects some dots. 
No, she went to the Ministry of Disinformation. I no, I gotcha. That's, God bless that's, her. Of course she did. But do you know what happened just before the Ministry of Truth was created, besides the Obama speech? There was a whole bunch of polls coming out that basically said that Biden lost the Hispanic vote. Yeah, he has. They, 51% they percent, all 50 turned per, away from him. 51% now identify as forgot, Republicans. They forgot that a huge part of Hispanic culture is the family, the nuclear family yeah. and religion, a belief in God, the community, the parish. Okay. Si, senorita. It is, it, that is, and there is no My way is that they are going to, and it's like, they think that the Hispanic people don't value their culture, that they can just wipe it away like a fucking dry erase board. Because that's what they want, right? Because they don't actually consider the left doesn't actually consider blacks or Hispanics or American Indians, any of they don't actually consider them to be equals. So therefore, they don't actually think about their culture or have any respect for their culture. Well, nor do they really care about the culture. Because they don't give a fuck. You're absolutely right. So they're they're shocked and horrified that they could be losing the Hispanic vote because they have never recognized the value of the Hispanic culture. They did not give a fuck. Well, they, you so know, now whenever you get to any modern nuclear family today, uh, you know, everybody says, well, 90% of the men in inner city houses are locked up, which I find hysterical because I know plenty of dudes, uh, black, Asian, Hispanic, no matter what, that aren't in jail. And working in cities kids. and they still take care of their families and their kids. Yep. So I'm still trying to figure out that one because I know plenty of people that obviously doesn't it's apply just to another it. liberal talking point. But if you listen to or that, a though, Republican talking point, this whatever. goes back to what this whole ongoing thing with the fucking uh, press pool and all that shit with the jokes. It, it's not funny no. because they really believe this. They're joking on the fact that they really do believe this and that we think it's stupid. That's what they're making jokes on. Sparky boy said they had a Doritos ad with a gay animated Mexican ghost. It'll be fine. I, I don't know anymore. Is that even considered, is that considered cultural appropriation? I, well, I apparently really in Florida, we've seen Spanish language misinformation spread like wildfire or threaten our communities with more and more people turning into social media to receive information. We must ensure that the content is reviewed more thoroughly before researching reaching the mass audiences uh-huh. as more and more bad actors purposely aim to spread lies and vulnerable uh, populations platforms like youtube have been responsible for preventing them from having the power and the influence to give information to the public opinion i believe that our conversation with youtube ceo susan wachowski was extremely productive. I'm sure it was. So anyway. Which is why we don't have a YouTube channel. you communicate on YouTube. But if you do, YouTube is to shift the video flagging powers towards NGOs and government agencies. Right to the Ministry of Truth. There you go. There it is. <laughs> was this really a cover for everything else that happened this weekend? Hmm. Do you know that there were two more fires in green facilities yes. across the United States yes. this weekend? Yes, I did know that. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Because now you we're up think to like that 17 in six months. Yeah, but we're up to grand total of like 32. In two years. Yeah. 
but 17 in the last six months. Um, they've mm. it's escalated quickly I'm between just saying. fires, explosions, random planes crashing into food production facilities. What the fuck? Uh, awakened. My nephew is at Ranger School right now. I'm so proud of him. Uh, yeah, tell him to grit it out. Stick his chin up there. Because if he rolls out, he's going to start all the way back. Yeah. From well, no, one. no, I don't know. I don't know what the rules are today. Yeah, they true. always they, change. They did go pussy commanders, ass, so. commanders come and go. Ah, wouldn't go that far, actually. Mm -hmm. um, it got better. Um, mm -hmm. I, I hope he sticks with it. And uh, tell him uh, he needs to stay over there no matter what he thinks. The grass is not greener on the other side of the fence. Tell him, make sure he remembers that. No shit. Don't Honest, back into no Army. bullshit. I, I made that step once, and uh, that was the biggest mistake of my life. I can tell you that right there. It's the only one I ever fucking regretted to this day. But either way. Anyway. It wouldn't have put me actually where I ended up, though, because. True that. I was really pissed off. Everything happens. Joe Biden's reason. secret name revealed in Hunter Biden emails is raising eyebrows. Yeah. In the mainstream media. This yeah. came from Red State as well. It's Russian. Um, laptop was involved. Anyway, whatever. Um, the the names he used, uh, the emails referred to Joe Biden by various code names, including Celtic and the big guy. Of course, we know that the mm -hmm. big guy was Celtic came from uh Peter Henderson, the fic fictional Soviet KGB spy in the novels of Tom Clancy. Yeah, Peter Henderson. His code name was known Celtic. Yeah. How about that? Interesting. Isn't it? So just throwing that out there. Playing a Russian spy. A little odd, a little odd. A little bit. A little bit. little mess, a little on the dress. Sorry. It's okay. A little you on the dress. It's all good. So uh, the presidential rank awards. Uh, we this was about a student. We yeah, talked student, about student, student loan, debt. loan well, debt. Trevor made a, a slight joke about it and uh, how we're all going to get to pay off a bunch of college kids. Yeah. Went to college. They got degrees that should pay for themselves. Remember? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, all yeah. I can say is uh, go to college, get a job, pay off your student loans. I, I feel it Trevor. should happen, but let's see what Joe Biden has to say about it. Okay. Because I thought he was going to make it happen. That's what he's supposed to do. Well, he'll make it happen Trevor, right before the election. Have you made a decision on student loan debt? Not, not yet. yet. So not yet. He hasn't made a decision on student loan debt. You know when he's going to make a decision on student loan debt? Uh, like a couple months before. October. Yep. Yep. That's what, I, that's what I was thinking. I was kind of on yeah. the, in the same. October. That's same that's sheet gonna, of music. That's going to be the important one. Okay. This... This one's just disgusting. But in the meantime, while well, you're getting that set up. So um, did you know, you're going to love this one, babe. The FBI conducted millions of warrantless searches on Americans' data last year. A new uh, report showed. Do you, should I know if that should... I know it doesn't surprise you, but according okay. to the Wall Street Journal, uh, the FBI conducted as many as 3.4 million searches on Americans' electronic data last year without a warrant. U.S. intelligence officials said on Friday the data was disclosed as part of the Office of Director of National Intelligence Annual Statistical Transparency Report. Okay, so. Uh, yeah, while me, the report is regularly issued every year, the search disclosure is new. Let me uh, let me put this out there real quick, okay? Mm -hmm. um, if uh, something like that happened, okay, under a. Republican president? No. Hmm. Under a Justin 
Anders. Justin Nick. Anders and the Mick. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Everyone White House. Go to jail. Uh, first of all, no, the FBI would be shut down. Every field office would suspend all operations. Uh, there would be immediately a full inspectable audit done by the IG in which they prove that what's going on there is not violating the constitution that they're supposed to uphold and defend. And upon any wrongdoing, those individuals would then go to jail. Who's the head of the DNI right now? Oh shit. He's that uh, mouthpiece. Uh, uh, it'll come back to me. Why? What's up? Well, it, it's just really interesting because I wonder if there's still a bunch of Trump people in the DNI. I wonder if that's one of the last agencies that's not. Anyway, I, I say this because, in fact, it marks the first time that a U.S. intelligence agency has published the number of times the FBI has accessed Americans' data using Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, a program passed into law in the years following the September 11, 2001 terrorist attacks to enable the U.S. to spy on non-Americans overseas. Uh, the National Security Agency uses Section 702 to collect intelligence from international correspondents that thinks may be connected to a security risk. However, sometimes Americans' data gets picked up in the process. Mick has explained uh, this at length in the past. Hold on they one second. for 90 days. One yeah. second. Real quick on that, okay? Yeah. No, they can't do that. If the originating address and is an APO, APOEE, something like that. They Just because it's that, that's still considered U.S. mail. They can't search that at all. Well, it says from there, the FBI taps into the data to look at U.S. information. So the NSA gets the intelligence and the FBI researches it on the U.S. side. Mm. In its report, the journal noted the revelation will likely stoke longstanding concerns in Congress about government surveillance and privacy. It comes at a pertinent time as well. Section 702 is up for renewal at the end of the year. And privacy advocates will be eager to highlight the 3.4 million searches figure in an effort to seek its termination. So why would the DNI put that information for the very first time in their report well, with I, section 702 coming up for renewal. I bet, I bet it was, uh, done as a, uh, if there are people there that are still Republican in any way, shape or form, and they're mm -hmm. not scared to do something like this. I bet it was done as something kind of underhand. Like they stuck it in a bunch of different wordy reports that nobody really read the report word for word to read that all of this information was being put out via you know, whatever they were on and fucking thrown it up there. And that's how they got it in there because it just looked like normal tables and statistics, I'm sure. And they're sitting there going, holy shit, wait a well, minute. Well, the administration is probably, is trying to pack battle. It's, it says, furthermore, Biden administration officials told the Wall Street Journal that the total number of searches is likely far lower than the 3.4 million due to remarkable difficulties in counting and sorting the data. The NSA can't count and sort data. Uh, for example... How, wait, 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 wait a minute. Far, far lower than because the NSA million. can't. What? Because the DNI is really bad at counting and sorting data, apparently. So, for example, each how time, many times is this? Each time an individual's name, phone number, email address, or social security number is queried, it counts as one search. So, if one agent looks at the same person six times, it counts as six searches. 
Yeah, that would be accurate. If it's a U.S. person, absolutely. Yep. Mm -hmm. If you have a social security number, instantaneously you're a U.S. person. Mm -hmm. Second we find that information out, all shit's got to stop. Apparently, they're looking at it multiple times because, uh, according to the Biden administration, the number would be far lower because the FBI is looking at American citizens' information multiple times to result in superfluous, superfluous searches, uh, queries in here. Which sounds is like illegal all the way. What, whatever. If way that's happening, it, it sounds like you know somebody's looking into you know, mama's new boyfriend, blah, 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 for somebody Whatever else. Whatever way you cut um, it, that shit's illegal. You're taking out some fucking addresses for cartel members. I mean, holy yep. shit. Yep. That is just absolutely mm -hmm. fucking ridiculous. I knew you'd like that one. Yep. So is that what she, this cunt's talking about? No. Oh, great. No, no. You're going to like this one even less. Love it. Mm-hmm. Amazon uh, told its employees today that they would be providing a new workplace benefit to allow workers to travel to other states if they need to for abortion procedures. Um, I'm curious um, what the White House thinks of that, whether that's something that is um, appropriate. Is there more restrictions on abortion rights and um, and whether that's something that unions should seek in collective bargaining? Um, negotiations sure um well i don't have any comments on a decision by a private sector uh, company uh we you know our view on the um archaic uh, abortion laws that we've seen put into place uh, across the country in some states far too many states um i'm happy to check if there's more we have to say on it go ahead wow uh holy shit fucking amazing i i told I'm you like that one even less so um Remember, you want to help fight against abortion, COL 1972, use the promo code Patriot Party, you save 10% on your order. Um, yeah, sorry, it's, it's a scary, there. it's a scary thought that that's happening. It's yeah. like, man, what, what about our kids? What well, about the kids? It, but it's, but it's okay because now men can get pregnant well, and yeah. give birth through their penises. So oh, it doesn't matter. So, oh, oh, that's why it doesn't matter. Right. Now. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. All right. As long as we know yeah. why it doesn't matter. Exactly. Because now we have just doubled the possibility of a, a population explosion yeah if men and women can give birth but i wonder if a man gets pregnant does he get pregnant by a woman or does he get pregnant by another man how does that work <laughs> interesting philosophy here i just can't the stupidity of the whole thing i just can't I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, hold on a second, folks. You're uh, living in idiocracy. Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no, no points, points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Okay, a simple wrong would have done just fine, but uh, you remain one. So, uh, how do you tell your friends you're a penis baby? That's just crazy. <laughs> so, uh, Durham's treatment of the Clinton camp contrasts with Mueller's treatment of the Trump camp. Uh, the, the way special counsel, John Durham's treating people with associated with the 2016 Clinton campaign while investigating them for a cry is a far cry from how special counsel, Robert Mueller treated people and associated with the 2016 Trump campaign while investigating them. 
after Durham last year indicted lawyer Mark Michael Sussman for lying to the FBI, court documents have revealed the special counsel had long been in communications with the Clinton campaign and lawyers, hearing them out and why certain subpoena documents were not only were not protected by attorney client privilege and thus shouldn't be turned over. Durham only recently asked for the court to compel the production of the documents and at least have a judge to review the sample before making a final decision. Men <laughs> get preggers through the blowhole. <laughs> Arr, me matey. Arr. We have tried for some time to understand why the theory of privilege that is being asserted over various documents. And you know, we have the conversation have been unable to get a comf comfort as to the grounding of the basis of the various privileged theories that may have been assisted here, said the Durham's lead prosecutor, Andrew DePhillips, uh, during a March 31st hearing. Sussman so, so wait, so you're telling me that Durham's team won't lay out all of their cards on the table correct. for for the Democrats? Correct. And and their feelings are hurt? Correct. Because they don't know if he's actually going to come after them or not? Correct. But if they're innocent, then what are they worried about? Do, do you want me to lie to you or do you want me to tell you the truth? I'm confused here. I'm being hyperbolic. I mean, this is like, she just walked <laughs> in the room and said, does this, do these pants make me look fat? <laughs> I would never ask that. You always say yes. <laughs> yeah, I would actually. You do, just to be a dick. Because I'm an Anyway, top Republican raises only concern with the Durham investigation. Uh, he said that his feeding claim made special counsel John Durham uh, and his case against former Clinton campaign lawyer who was charged uh, with lying to the FBI last year. Michael Sussman, who had worked for Clinton campaign, Perkins Coie, blah, 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 blah. During an interview last week, Jim Jordan told the news that the only concern regarding Durham's investigation is when the special prosecutor said that he doesn't think the FBI knew who Sussman was representing, but I find it just as hard to believe. As do we all. As do we all. And all the new connections that have come out about Fusion GPS, which, again, win number uh he, I'm telling you, he's going after Clinton. He's this would going be after dose, the Podestas. He's going say, after Obama. They'll say tonight. Yeah. Um, uh, so Eco Health Alliance. Our favorite. My favorite to talk about. Run by Peter Daszak, our favorite person in the whole who's world. Who's connected to the Bidens through Hunter mm -hmm. and their connection in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Because what, what would fucking Peter Daszak and Eco Health Alliance have to do with Ukraine? Biolabs. Oh, shit. A girl at my own heart. What did yeah. I all tell you? What did I tell you? Peter Daszak would be connected to Ukraine. And how would be Peter Daszak be, be connected to Ukraine? Through Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden's laptop, like I've told everybody 150 fucking times before. Well, it is the gift that keeps on giving, kind of like syphilis and herpes. Speaking of Democrats in Ukraine, go ahead and, and play the, the next clip. There it is right there. Yep. Special Forces Dolphin Limpet Miner rolling in. Okay. Uh, Lindsay says, don't trust Jim Jordan either. He's been pretty silent. I don't trust any of them. Yeah, I was about to say, they're all rhinos to me right yeah. now. I, I can't, you can't trust a soul. I don't trust any of them. Unfortunately. Yep. That's what today's come to. Okay. So. This will be interesting. This is interesting. Who is that? That's old fucking Nancy Pelosi. And that's a hell of a lot of armed security around her. Yeah. And who's that? Oh, she's in Ukraine. 
the fuck is Pelosi doing in Ukraine? Oh, Meeting with Zelensky. Oh. Jim McGovern from Massachusetts. Jim McGovern from Massachusetts. Oh. Colorado. Adam Schiff. Shifty Schiff. Shifty, what's up, baby? So. Look at that. Posing for pleasure. Everything is going. Народу Сполучених Штатів, Конгресу і двопалатний підтримки двопартійні. Цей сигнал на високопотужної підтримки. Я вам вдячен за, по-перше, за цей сигнал, сигнал потужної підтримки України, потужної підтримки Конгресу і підтримки двопартійні. Цей сигнал високого ціною я як президент, наша команда і народ України. And the president, national commander for all of Ukraine, this, that, the other thing, blah, 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 blah. He's given out like his, basically his like resume. Now he's talking about statistics. What what the fuck? Okay, so obviously Pelosi is there to wa- launder some money. Shifty is there to pick out some new children. Uh, or get they're picking up adrenochrome. I mean, maybe. Wow. Yeah, going that, going direct to the source. That's that's a scary fucking. It's that's just scary. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so like I was saying before, Pelosi is in Ukraine to support Zelensky all the way through. They are literally there beating the war drum. So, like I was saying before, uh, I I told you all we'll get back to Mitch McConnell and the rhinos uh, because I did pull one story from this past weekend from the uh, Trump rally in which he uh, went after Mitch McConnell and his rhino friends who they'd rather see a Democrat like Joe Biden be president than himself. Um, I I don't know how to respond to this anymore. I got to be honest with you folks. I mean, me and Justin are going to run against this guy and I, I got to tell you, he's got some explaining to do Lucy. Do you think we're going to get an act, act accurate explanation before we actually get into this whole, like we're going to run against you or do you think he's going to change his ways and start listening to the American people? Because you know what I keep hearing over and over again, folks, is I'm hearing a whole lot of fucking people tell me that I'm right. I'm hearing a whole lot of fucking people saying, Hey, don't, don't stop. Do it. I'm hearing a whole lot of fucking people say we haven't heard a reason why not to do it yet. Yep. I hear you. So I'm beginning to wonder, and I get fucking angry when I think about this because yeah, Donald Trump did start the vaccines. He pushed it out. Warp speed. That was his plan. With his own two hands. Is that something to ask some questions about? Yeah. Kind of right there. Yeah. That kind of starts right there. 
I don't think he's got anything to do with January 6th. No, I really don't. I think if anything has to, if anybody has to answer more questions, it would be I, Nancy Pelosi. I disagree. And I disagree based on what we knew going into January 6th and who we knew was going to be there. Trump knew it was going to happen. And rather than call it off, he put his own people in there to infiltrate their infiltration and grab a couple things like Pelosi's laptop. So yeah, Trump knew. Well, either way, it doesn't matter. It's kind of like, all right, uh, I still, I, I don't trust, I, I can't 100% trust the guy right now, especially with people he's picking. I'm not the only one to say it. If you watched any TV this weekend, if you watched any news shows, especially those Sunday morning ones, uh, every single one talked about his picks this weekend. And it's really funny. Their list is really close to mine. Hmm. So I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now, this is getting worse and worse for Donald Trump because I really don't understand Sparky what the fuck's going on there. Trump killed AOC. Actually, Elon Musk killed AOC. Yeah, that was actually hysterical. <laughs> um, not making headlines. This is really important too. George Soros dumped $750,000 into the Wisconsin midterms as Democrats gear up for the steal. Of course. So understand Wisconsin is where we found 90% of the really open fucking just straight up cheating going on in the 2020 election. Yeah. That they will not acknowledge. They will not prosecute it because right now it's against the narrative of what's being pushed by the left. That being said, this is being broadcast by every fucking Republican person involved with the election system in Wisconsin. They are screaming at the top of their lungs that, hey, we're watching all this foreign money come into our election system for the upcoming elections. I, I have to say, though, that gives me a little bit of hope. That means they're scared. Here's why. Here's why it gives me hope. There are some people like I was listening to Mike Adams today. He thinks there's not even going to be an ex another election. He thinks 2020 was going to be the last election. He thinks that. And I I. I honestly can't say that I disagree that much, um, especially given what's going on in the World Economic Forum and the WHO with that the amendments and that whole new treaty. All they have to do is declare, I mean, as of May 24th, it gets voted on um, and it, that's fucking rubber stamping it. Right. They're they're not going to they're not going to not vote that in. The amendments have already been in. They go into effect. They've been in for years. They just go into effect. Yep. Um, in November. Uh, right before the midterms. So literally all the WHO has to do is either say there's another pandemic or they release another bioweapon and they shut down the country and there's no more elections. So something but, like that's got to happen because the fact that Soros is dumping money into any kind of election means he thinks there's going to be another election. Yeah. So that, like I said, gives me a little bit of hope. Okay. In a con convoluted, fucked up roundabout way. We can fucking kind of figure that one out. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so, but it's interesting though, because this all flies in contrast with the first defendant um, from January 6th files his habeas corpus petition, which this is fucking huge. This is like, yes, that is I have been sitting in jail now for almost two years. Yeah. And Tell I what, still what habeas have not is. been read my rights. Habeas corpus is just the execution of your arrest, detainment, and release, and or imprisonment. So it's the speed of all of that. Yeah, you're so right to a speedy trial. You have to be first read your rights within 24 hours. Within that 24-hour period, after that, 
you have to, you have to be formally charged within another 24 hour period. So when you're arrested, you have a grand total of 48 hours before you're 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 arrested and charged. 72 hour hold. No, it's a 72 hour hold. That's not all. That's not being charged. Have, okay. You have 48 hours to be charged. You have a 24 hour period and a 24 hour period. That's why we wait till the very last minute before we go arrest you. If we're going to do something like that, we're going to make sure all our ducks are in a row. We have everybody who's going to commit to freaking, you know, swearing at this trial is going to fucking do it. They wait right up to the last possible minute to where nothing else can change. And then they fucking hit the trigger. So it's not a, this is a big deal. So this means he's been basically sheltered from all his rights and he's not, he has not been allowed his basic rights that are granted to us under the bill of rights in the constitution. And this is going to be something huge because depending on how this falls out, remember either way is really bad. I'll, I'll, I'll explain why I'm saying either way is really bad. If the court sides with him and says, yeah, you were not given habeas corpus based on what the constitution, the definition of the constitution. And this is not an actual charge. It is, or it's a petition. So it's a writ. So he is filing a writ against the court saying, I've not been granted habeas corpus. Yeah. You're holding me with that without due process. You're, exactly. So you, we're sitting here right now. You, he lets this go on, go on, go on, go on. Now he's there. Boom. He files it. He still hasn't been charged. He's like one of the first guys that was arrested, still being held. So this guy has been in fucking almost solitary confinement for like a almost, year. Yeah. I mean, almost two years now. Yeah. This is fucking a year, ridiculous. I mean, a year and, a half. Yeah. and so we'll see what happens. Christopher Quaglin has been uh, denied necessities such as medicine, forced to live in substandard conditions, and prevented from reviewing materials regarding to the charges against them, according to a 61-page petition that was filed in federal court in Washington last week. Quiglin is married, a father of a one-year-old, has a, uh, uh, whatever, I don't know, so some disease, celiac disease, which means he needs gluten-free food. Yeah. Uh, he's also been shifted to different jails. Quaglin's regularly been denied adequate sustenance, according to the petition. He has gone several days without food on multiple occasions and prevent starvation. He spent some $7,500 at commissaries, and he has also been reported to be losing about six, have lost 68 pounds. Holy shit. Uh, Quaglin has been placed in solitary confinement and kept indoors for months. That's illegal. Housed, housed in cells with black mold, rats, and rusted metal, the petition says. He has been punished for speaking to the press and members of Congress um, and has seen his right to be with counsel violated, including having video calls with his lawyer, uh, Joseph McBride, cut off and purposefully reviewed the uh, prevented the reviewing of discovery in his case. I've actually been talking to Joseph McBride lately on, on Twitter and um, trying to get him on the show. He's been a little busy. Now I see why. So Very interesting. Do me a favor. Go ahead. And cause we haven't played this for a while. I mean, I, I think I put the ad in maybe in Truespiracy, but um, yeah, go over there and, and play the uh, um, capital punishment trailer. So if you guys don't know, uh, pastor Dave Scarlett over at his glory got dot TV got together um with some, some very famous actors, actually, some really good people, and made a documentary about January 6th about um, what happened while it was what there. What actually happened. What actually 6th. happened, and then what happened to the to some of the people afterwards. So this is the, the trailer for that. And you can go to hisglory.tv and use the promo code DEFIANT uh, to purchase that movie. It's pretty fantastic. 
this is treason. Where is the Officer, I can't breathe. I can't hear you. I'm Nick Searcy. On January 6, 2021, I went to Washington, D.C., along with multitudes of other Americans because we believed that the election was stolen. I saw with my own eyes what happened that day. And what they show you on the media doesn't tell half the story. Here's the Capitol and here's people going in there. They didn't show all of this out here. I saw people of all colors, races, creeds, Asian Americans for Trump, blacks for Trump. I even saw a guy wearing a shirt that said fags for Trump. And since I'm from California, I knew that guy. We're from Iowa. Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm here standing with my fellow patriots. We all standing for America. Despite what the media tells you, boots on ground definitely say something different. There is a sea of nothing but red, white, and blue patriots. These are damn working people right here. They want their country back. We're marching for the Constitution. We're not, it ain't really about Trump. It's about us now. They're, they're attacking us and we're tired of it. We had a foreign attack and they had domestic support. This is about individual liberty. We don't believe the media. We don't believe you. We don't believe, we have no faith in our institutions. The FBI is now being sent out by Joe Biden to punish people. We're at war. They're hunting down Trump supporters like dogs. You say that again, we're at war. 147 days since my wife was murdered, executed. The FBI, you have a federal search warrant for the property. Come out with your I step hands. out, I have red dots all over my chest. They broke the door down. Put hands up, hands up, put your hands on the wall, hands up. I was in jail for four straight days. I, I kept banging on the door saying, I have never had a phone call. The sixth was all deception. The level of sophistication and tactic is immense. Oh, I recognize you from Portland. Uh, I've seen people from Portland here, Antifa. I was paid to pretend to protest. We need to come together as Americans again and remember why we started this country. An insurrection without arms? What are they talking about? And why are they lying? So yeah, folks, yeah. Uh, capital punishment. Uh, if you haven't seen that yet, it, it's a good video. Um, I can tell you right now. I always like wow. That's... I always get I, I always get chills when I see Ashley Babbitt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Flynn, I know. I, I when I see him, I'm like, Ugh. yeah, I know. Ugh, I get a uh, super suit. I know. Sick. When he was like, uh, we don't trust the media, we don't trust the institutions. I want to be like, we don't trust you either. But yeah, regardless. Um, yeah, absolutely right, Sparky. Uh, either way, uh, yeah, uh, Trashman said maybe our war is against the blue helmets this time. Last time was, was the, the red, red coats. coats. 
it, yeah, they, they, there's some something to say about that. I mean, we saw it in Canada. I mean, where the fuck did NATO come from? Why was United Nations planes in Alberta? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, they've been here, too. Yeah, well, there it's was a, a matter video. of time. They were in an airport. I want to say it was uh, part of Denver International Airport, and someone was there in, like, an, an, uh, like literally, like, their blue helmets there. NATO was there. And um, and I remember seeing a video of it, and some lady was like, what are you doing there? And she was like, this is our part of the airport now. Like, this is international territory. Anyway, uh, so last story of the night. This is so much fun. Uh, this is out of Quartz, India. Why the West needs to wake up to edible insects. Mm. Because you will eat bugs and you will live in pods and you will be happy. Uh, if you saw a bug on your kitchen shelf, would you run or would you start planning dinner? I'd kill it, but I wouldn't eat it. About Actually, I have this really cool gun that Veland got me some time ago. Assault gun. It's, it's fantastic. It is. I fucking yes. walk around just drilling fucking flies as they're flying. Oh, my God. The I've shot like fighting flies are so bad. Seven or eight so far about, in midair. About two million people around the world, mostly across Africa, Asia, and South America, already eat more than 2,100 species of insects. However, this primordial superfood is not the rage it has the potential to be. In the West, particularly in Europe and North America, embracing edible bugs remains a thing of hesitation. Hollywood stars have experimented with it and endorsed it. Angela Jolie's kids eat crickets. Which one? The the boys or the girls? Because they, they keep switching. I don't know. Yeah. Like Doritos. And Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the blue bag or the red bag? I don't know. Robert Downey Jr. is invested in the building, uh, in the budding industry, backing French insect farm company, Yinsect. But insects remain an infrequent delicacy. Uh, why eating insects is good for the world. Edible insects offer more protein content than chicken or beef while damaging the environment less. And there it is, people. Eat insects because of climate change. Yeah, I gotta, gotta tell you, I don't think that... Compared with livestock... Insects, now, no, no, ins don't get me wrong now. On the protein side, yes. Insects do carry a lot more protein. Um, per per mass, but you have... You would a, have to eat like fucking, fucking a, a million pounds of it. Versus yeah. 500 pounds of Yeah, the beef? difference is like, the intake. Uh, no. The, the difference is the intake and the amount. I get that, but... Hold on. Going back to what they said, though, they said that... It gets... Should get used to it because something was going to happen to the livestock compared with livestock edible insects use less arable land and water and produce significantly lower greenhouse gas emissions for instance cricket farming uses 75 percent less co2 and 50 percent less water compared to chicken farming mealworm production emits between 10 and 100 times less greenhouse gases per kilogram versus pigs Upping insect c consumption in wealthy countries has the potential to remedy global hunger and food insecurity issues. In oh, it's uh, oh, forget it, forget it, forget it, people. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm sorry, my bad, my bad. I thought they were actually going to be serious about this for a second because there are some, there are some very few, not a lot, but very few good things for insects. But that's it. Uh, you're done. You don't, you don't even have to finish this. So you I can don't, turn crickets I don't, into no, powder I, and flour I, I don't to ever, to protein bars, pancakes, I, I smoothies. I don't even want to listen to it. Um, to help adoption you just, from a taste perspective. So, whenever you're done. I will say I, uh, when I lived in Cut Colorado. Cut away to any. Oh, okay. When I, when I get I, you, Biden. When I lived in Colorado, I worked at the <laughs> butterfly. That was the evil bitch. That hey, we, ripping apart our puppies. Okay. And there he goes. <laughs> Put this tail between his legs. Um, 
when I worked in Colorado, I worked at the uh, Butterfly Pavilion and Insect Zoo, and we actually used to sell like edible insects in the gift shop, you know, chocolate covered crickets and Ants, cockroaches yep. in, in lollipops. And, you know, it was like the biggest dare to get the sixth grade classes to come in and whoever the first one was to eat a cricket. Trash Man you know. Green said, you know what? I, I got it covered. I do. I take care of both problems that they have. Huh. He said, my chickens eat the bugs and I eat the chickens. That's see, that's see? exactly right. It's I thought it was the circle of life. I thought you were trying to teach us about the circle of life, Democrats. Yeah. So um, that's why outside in where we have our chickens, we have a big fenced in area on one half is my vegetable garden and the other half is the chicken coop. And there's a fence in between that I can easily open and let the bugs air, let the chickens in to eat the bugs out of my vegetables. And then we eat the chickens. So anyway, she would have never thought of that, about that either. Where with you? If I didn't say anything. Uh huh. You you said something. You came up with the basic ultimate idea, idea, and I built everything else except my dad and our child actually built the uh, hello puppy <laughs> come to visit built the chicken coop. <laughs> Annie's making it, her debut. Anyway, hello, no, Annie. she it's not a debut, hon. When you've been on the camera more than any of the other dogs. <laughs> Don't lick the microphone, dog. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no shit. That's an expensive mic. Get your fucking <laughs> pussy sniffer off of there. Her butt sniffer off of there. Oh, did evil bitch dog scare the crap out of you? Obviously, Obviously. you're giving me kisses. So anyway. Oh, all right. Oh, this week. Biden sucks up said, Mick, I got a six shot rubber band gun and also love the bug shots. Yeah, that shit rocks. <laughs> Dude, my and kids love it because when I hit them and they fucking just like disintegrate in midair, they're like, holy shit. Your kids don't love it when you hit them with the salt. Yeah, but I shoot like them every once in a while. Away. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I have a cousin who's retired Green Beret and was on Naked and Afraid. He confirmed certain bug eating. Gross. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, anyway, it it's not a. All right. It's not a uh it's not a, a, a secret there. All right, guys. We get it. Stop. Go out. <laughs> oh. Bitch dog is terrifying. We're coming to feed your dinner right now. Okay. So either way, uh, is uh, that the veggie pirate dog? Yes, Marky Boy. That was the veggie pirate dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, uh Biden is giving a bill to give our sovereignty to NATO to yep. sign. Yep. He absolutely is. That's that's coming very, very soon. So I'm Peter, Peterson, I've eaten bugs. Just for uh, freaking people out factor, I choose to eat the bug, bug eating chicken idea though. Yes, yes, <laughs> I like that's much that better. Either yeah. way, uh, tomorrow night, what do we got? Uh, tomorrow night we have. Tomorrow's the third. Yes, and um, oh, that's right. We've got Richard uh, Richard Welch tomorrow. He's running for Congress in Texas. That's He's right. He's the Oil and Gas Workers Association guy. So hey, if you live in Texas and yeah. you've got some serious questions. Go ahead and uh, send it to us and or uh, pop in the show or pop, pop in the chat, whatever Rumble, you want to do, Twitch, however you want to do it. Whatever. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I was really hoping that Justin was going to call in our time tonight. Uh, just so you're aware I'm allowed because I always know where the prez is. Um, he happened to uh, travel down. Uh, he's going to be down at the border for a bit. Uh, he'll be broadcasting live from our southern border. Oh, did he go visit? Um, uh, he sure did. Jason? Yep, he sure did. If so, you guys aren't familiar with Jason, go to, uh, we've had him on before, go to stayinthelightstayinthefight.com. Fight. Yep. yep. And uh, so definitely keep an eye out. He's not gone. He's not taking a break this week. Don't sweat it. He's just going to go to, he's going on location, so to speak. That's how we talk about it in the industry. He's on location this week. So give him a little bit to get established. I don't even know if he'll be up tomorrow because I know that he was still a little ways away from the last time I talked to him today. So don't be worried. 
nothing bad's going on, but uh, you should hear from them in the next couple of days or so. So if you tuned in here, you'll know. Um, so when everybody else asks, you'll be able to answer the question. Yeah. You and go. you're absolutely right, Sparky Boy. Seamus is a much better boy than my Annie. <laughs> Seamus is a good boy. So here soon. Uh, either way, uh, we will be back tomorrow, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. on Wednesday. Yep. For all our Georgia peeps, Candace is coming on Wednesday. So anyone that lives in Georgia. If um, you've never heard this woman speak, trust me. Tune in uh, and get your friends to tune in. Even if it's just for that one episode to get to listen to Candace speak. If you live in Georgia, if you know anyone that lives in Georgia, please tune them in to the show Wednesday at 6 p.m. We will have Candace Taylor on live. She uh, just had a debate on Sunday in which uh, she destroyed both Purdue and Kemp and one fell swoop and basically bounced like a fucking iron rod off of both of their heads. We're going to be playing a little bit of that video. And she dropped her 10th executive order today, which I'm not going to reveal yet, but it was fucking fabulous. Yes. So either way, uh, we will be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Like, share, subscribe. And we will talk to you later. For the Mick. And be Lynn. Good night, fuckers.
you know, so we, we give God praise and we just thank God, yeah, that people are getting well. It's only eternity that will be able to see all the people that we touched. So I tell everybody, please don't wait till you get sick. Don't wait till you can't breathe. Everybody needs to have hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin in their medicine cabinet. Get it. Go on our website, drstellarmd.com. Use promo code DEFIANT. You get 5% off. If you don't get it, if you wait till you get sick, by the time we mail it to you, it might be two or three days and you'll be going through serious panic. People have ended up in the hospital because they didn't know this information. Share the information with everybody you know. Give them the promo code DEFIANT. It doesn't matter. Even they don't watch this show. So that they can get this thing, keep it in their medicine cabinet. We don't know what else is going to happen. The last time I heard there was a fluoro, they had fluorona, they had Delta Crown, they had Omni, Delta, I don't know. They, it looks like they just cook up something at Davos and then create some name and throw it out there and start harassing us. So just make sure, whether it's fluorocron, Delta Crown, or whatever, or Omnicron, they are all sensitive to hydroxychloroquine and isomectin. Here is the part, here is the thing, right? There are some doctors that are hydroxychloroquine only. There are some other doctors that are ivermectin only. only. Yep. There are other ones that are destinite only. That's not what we do. When we get somebody gets sick, we have a whole cocktail. We give them hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, budesonide. We give them uh, a zipper. We give them baby aspirin to stop them from getting blood clots. We give them a steroid to stop the inflammation. We give them so you know something. So it's a whole cocktail. It's not one medicine. And People I, always tell me, well, I got sick, and what do I do? What, should I increase my dose? I said, no, go back to the website, sign up as a, a repeat patient, and get treated properly. 